Welcome to another episode of Cider, Beer, and Fear. I'm Audrey, and I drink the cider. I'm Kelly, and I drink the beer. And we're here to talk about beer. <laughs> it is so good to be back. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys, that I was not here last week, but I was on a business trip in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. Yes. And I was freaking exhausted. We flew in on Tuesday, and then we flew out on Thursday, on Wednesday. So, no, 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 I'm sorry. We flew in on Wednesday, uh-huh. and we flew out on Thursday. Denver, I bet, is beautiful this time of year, It's though. really I pretty. I hate the snow, but I bet it's just wonderful. I had altitude sickness. Oh, no. Yeah, I had a horrible headache. I was very oh. dizzy. Um, definitely had to drink tons and tons of water. My sinuses were going crazy. Like, it was insane. And then, of course, on top of that, I couldn't sleep because sometimes with altitude sickness, you have a hard time. Also, the time change. So it was definitely an experience. <laughs> like it felt hungover um, for the last five days. I will say my business, does, my my job does put on one hell of a, a party. Um, so that was fun. But aside from that, I definitely missed you guys. Aww. Yeah. So I'm glad you guys had fun though. I listened to the episode with Kathy. And I did. I think you guys had a blast. Why don't you uh, tell everybody what you're drinking today? Fosters. <laughs> trying to be bougie like that i'm drinking the blue can today so kelly was so sweet and she went and got me a new cider to try and it's california ace or ace california i'm not sure which way it goes um it's guava craft cider so it's actually really good i'm i'm very content it's with pretty with this drink it's a pretty can but mainly it's gluten-free and vegan-free and not sponsored can I just mention real quick is that going to the grocery store to buy you your, your <laughs> cider, I realized beer is winning. Because there were so much more beer than there is There cider. were three different kinds of cider. I had three I different choices and there were no individual cans anymore. I know. And they always used anymore. to be. And I, I, but now you've got all this like hard seltzer waters. Yeah. Um, so like, White is Claw is a huge thing these days. I am not a White Claw there person. are a whole bunch of other like white claw um, wannabes yeah there's a lot of different yeah. wannabes and to be honest since this is a show about cider and beer and not like ex- i mean exclusively but like we don't yeah. talk about it necessarily but still i am not going to be drinking a seltzer i can promise you guys i'm not going to be drinking a seltzer for my alcohol during our session do you want a zima Zima. See, this is the age difference. We always make fun of people that drink Zimas. They're not around anymore. What's a Zima? It was an alcohol drink. Is it basically like a White Claw? It was so bougie, stupid. Was it even good? To me, it kind of tasted like Gatorade. Like, but I don't really remember it that well because I just tasted my friends and was like, I don't get it. Just I'm gonna get some strawberry boons. The drink of my not day much was uh, Four Locos. So the Four Locos was very popular and it was pure sugar basically with a little bit of alcohol thrown in there. And I remember getting tall cans like often. We used to get something called uh, uh, Crazy Horse. And it was a... I've heard of Crazy Horse. It was a hard like beer. It was a malt beer. It was... I don't know. I don't know why I drank it. it Don't know why I liked it. Because I really didn't at that time like beer, but I liked Crazy Horse. I think I liked the bottle. Probably. 
That's a lot of times why people purchase things is because of the bottle. And even if it doesn't taste good, they continue to purchase it because of the bottle. Well, it's about bottle feel. Sometimes it's the shape of the bottle that you just enjoy, like, Mm -hmm. holding. Um, I do know that my husband, when he goes to the You mean like those cute little Coors bottles? Yeah. I think they're adorable. The red stripe bottles. I love the way they feel. It's not my favorite beer, but I love the way they feel. And then uh, Coors put out a uh, whiskey barrel. Mm. uh, Whiskey barrel Coors. So it was aged in a whiskey barrel. I would be okay with that. It was so good. It's really, really hard to find. But it's shaped like that too, and I just like I just like the I bottles. I like the shapes. Yeah, the bottles are super cute. I even remember the Coors Party bottle, wasn't it? It was the shape the of shape a ball. Of, yeah, yes, yeah, that was a circle. Yeah, yeah those I remember. things were were pretty great. I'm now we're aging ourselves. Yes, hundred percent. So anyway, thanks for listening to my ramble. Uh, Kelly actually is going to be taking the lead on this one today because she is very familiar with these franchise and i am not so i am grossly I familiar hearing, <laughs> i look forward to hearing um her her take on uh these these films we're going to be just would you like to introduce or do you want me to introduce oh, yeah. okay so we today are going to be talking about trimmers i said it <laughs> <laughs> that that right there all seven episodes or seven seven films Girl, you I don't guess, even yeah. know seven films Eight films. I'm about to educate you. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, tell me these. So it's important that I say that this was 1990 Uh and 1990 was bringing back the drive-in theater. It was, I love the drive-in. I know. Um, it was bringing back, well, VHS, beta, um, Blockbuster almost killed the drive-in theater. Freaking Blockbuster, man. <laughs> it really did. Because the drive-in theater didn't play the newest movies. It was always like the cheaper movies. Yeah. Because they didn't they didn't get a lot. I wonder when it changed to starting to play the newer I films. I don't know when I know I know that there's a whole right history there. thing about the the way the drive-ins, you know, the death of the drive-ins and how it worked, but um honestly, it was before like I know the housing boom, so people weren't building in the, the empty lots, and there wasn't a lot of retail in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, drive-ins, they were making a comeback. And um, I think people were just done with sitting at home and wanted to do Who stuff. Who wasn't done with sitting at home? Come on. Yes. So that, and that was the 90s. <laughs> yeah. That was my trimmer's experience, is going to the drive-in and, and seeing it at the drive-in, um, which... I think that the Trimmers franchise has missed an opportunity to have a Trimmers worm go underneath a drive-in while people watch the movie. <laughs> like, I think that would have been brilliant. But um, but the sandworm, the idea of the sandworm mm-hmm. was doomed. And he ended up riding the sandworms oh, and getting right, the spice. Right. And yeah. it was a whole, like, the books are, the books are better. And they talk about <laughs> the sandworms a lot. But the sandworms aren't, like, these horrible man-eating things and like, then the cameo of the sandworm the sound in beetlejuice yeah. where again like they were really scary but not in the cartoon the sandworms were just yeah. kind of another and he was writing the freaking yeah. sand- or she was writing yeah. the sandworms sandworms were boss so yes the sandworms definitely were something that was thought about but the idea of them being prehistoric aliens that's fantastic fascinated my dad he was in he was all in and we were also all uh God, what's the name of that stupid show now with Ke- the Keatons? Uh, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton and, and yeah. Uh, uh, family Ties. 
Oh. And that, yeah, so, I, I don't know why I was trying to process what you were referring to. But we were all Family Ties fans and Reba McIntyre fans. And she was a singer. Just love Reba. And he was a, you know, this good dad that wouldn't even touch a weapon. What about and Kevin Bacon? Like, Kevin Bacon? Yeah. He was Footloose Dude. Why he does was everybody the heartthrob. love Kevin Bacon? He has an interesting face. He does. He does. It's not his face <laughs> we're looking at, though. Oh. Does that uh, make sense? It's the bacon butt. The bacon uh, butt. <laughs> three. That's what is it? Gross. Three degrees to the bacon butt. <laughs> oh my but yeah, the butt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, there was a whole thing about this movie coming out, and there was a lot of stir about. Oh, we hadn't seen Kevin Bacon in a lot of stuff, and we hadn't seen the guy who plays Bert in a lot of stuff because we saw him in in the you know it's the dad. And he plays this gunslinging crazy guy who has like made this bunker in perfection. Is it perfection, Arizona? I know it's perfection, um, but in perfection. And there's like population 12. And when I, you know, when I was growing up, you'd go on vacation to these little towns and we'd go and visit Fort Bragg and it'd be this, you know, one city block. And it seemed to me an impossible way to live, but also the most amazing place to live. And um, then you see perfection, and it's literally three houses, population of 40. Like, it's 40 is being generous. I think there's probably 14, but it's it's very, very, very small 14 town. 14, period. Yes, 14. I like small towns, though. I grew up in a small town. But it's painfully small town. Like, it's, yeah. and it's very cut off, and it's it's just, it's just. Like, there's very... no Walmart anywhere around there? Jesus. No, no. How do you live without your Target? Right? Come on. I don't know. I need more of like a, like a Michael's Hobby Lobby situation. But <laughs> first stores lined up on the side. Like that's on. what I need. Um, but yeah, so um, so you go to the movie theater, you go to watch the show, and the idea was that it was going to be cheesy. It was going to be not scary. It was going to be fun because of these characters but it truly was a very scary movie like at least for you guys then yeah not for you no no i don't find it scary at all no not even a little oh, the idea that it, it knows where you're walking and that you would climb up a i've had dreams like that where yeah. like you can't do that because something ground is lava. yeah like something's gonna <laughs> get you yeah like like it's sensing your movement and like i've thought about what i would do in those situations like many a time like i've like okay do I throw something and wait for it to get all the way over there and then take off running? Like, what do I do? Yeah, like, you're not faster than a trimmer. Right. Or do I just try to, like, ride that shit? When it goes to go away, I jump on it and just, like, ride but it. But he doesn't go away. No, but the if I throw away. something uh-huh. and the worm starts moving, I jump on him. It's like and, a like, whale he stays underground. Yeah, but what if I, like, follow him on the sand dunes and I walk him above him? That's like saying I'm going to walk across the water until I can ride the shark. He comes up from underneath you. No, because if he, his body, like, okay, so if his head is far enough away from me, I would, like, jump onto the sand where his body is uh-huh. and follow him, like, run with him wherever he goes. Yeah, no. Okay, uh, see, I'm just saying no, this no, thought that I had as a kid. No, you're not logical These are my kid thoughts. Your kid thoughts are You know what? Not I was a kid. That's, that's normal for you're a child. You're too young for this movie. You are just. Ruining destroying it. my ruining dream it for everybody. Damn destroying it. my dream. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> so there's Burke. I at the time was not a big advocate of. I don't want to say advocate like I am now. Um, 
I did not see. I, I went shooting with my grandpa, and I shot the twenty two, and it was fun. I shot. I did that. I shot I the shotgun. shotgun. Oh, that's fun. I'm shooting skeet. It's not, it, you know seventeen acres shooting. of redwood. There's nobody around. It's fine. We. <laughs> Bert takes it to a whole different level. Oh, of course. And I'm not gonna lie. There are some interesting things in that basement i would love to shoot just one time just for fun just for fun like i can't even imagine what an elephant gun would be like to shoot i would just i i can't see a purpose of owning one i'm gonna shoot a grenade launcher grenade launcher <laughs> right yeah so yes take this two guy people. in the middle of the desert with all the ammo it just looks it's like screaming. a toy like a, like a toy like a room toy to closet. go and let's, yeah. let's go blow some shit up but um but yeah, definitely living living Lovely his best local. life in the in the middle of nowhere. But I think the reason why he was living his best life and why it was such a good life is he had Reba who also felt the same way. Yeah. Like her character was like I I don't know. I love all my guns. Like I don't know which one I want to blow things up with. <laughs> and like so I don't know. There's a scene in the beginning or in the beginning, close to the beginning, so they start to go on a truck into the middle of the world, mm -hmm. where the worm is attracted to the shaker. He's, he's shaking his ammo and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're attracted to the sound, and they're like, he's heading right for you, Bert. And Right, famous line. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, oh, get up on the roof. And they're like, oh, hell no. So they start, like, getting just ready to out. go. Yeah. And they kill it. And I'm like, why didn't they just stay in that basement and just kill the other two? And just be like, okay, guys, pop me out the soda. Did they know that there was only two other ones, though? Well, they did because the seismologist knew oh, based right, off right, of right. how many things. They knew there was more. So they go up on the roof where they're, no, they're never going to shoot through the ground. It's like cement ground. <laughs> and, yeah, it was like, I don't know. I don't know. They had Audrey's perception that they were hey, like, hey. Hey, like, do not use like the my rainbow name bright as a, worm as a <laughs> verb. <laughs> you just Audrey'd it. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, that's that's the first trimmers. Like, it was really good. And if you ask my husband his opinion on the trimmers franchise, when we lost Kevin Bacon, we, we lost the franchise. Like, we should have just called it. Well, wasn't he only in the first one? He was only in the first one. So, I, I mean, I can't imagine. So what I would say is I would equate it to Sharknado. Then. Yeah, you just got to enjoy the movie, yeah. especially after one. So then two was the invention in 96. of... In 96. was the invention of the Ass Blaster. And I love the freaking name. I will you always love, love the stupid name, the Ass Blaster. Because um, now they can fly. It was pretty good. And then in three, Back to Perfection, there... And that was in 2000... Or no, that was 99, huh? No, that was two... Okay, that was 2001, and we're skipping a very important fact. In 2001. Is that in 1999, they had a... Sci-Fi Channel was, like, just handing out series at this point. Oh, so yeah. they had a whole series... Dedicated where, to drummers? Yes, and it was... They were corralling them in these corrals... I remember that. And it was a whole I don't situation. know why I didn't think that that was the same thing. And they were, like, feeding him. And, like, this was, like, going a very different direction. And Bert was the one in charge. And it was his show. Um, and it didn't last very long. But that's because they decided it was a better movie. And that's where we got um, Back to Perfection. 
and Back to Perfection, which is the name of the town. The, the name of the town, exactly right. 2001. And then in 2004, they felt like it was successful enough, and they went ahead and they made the... It's not, it's not even what it's called, but I call it the Back to the Future version. Because... They go back in time, and it's the, it's the cowboys dealing with these sandworms, and then told nobody about it ever, because it becomes a, quite the surprise almost 100 years later, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it got silent, because let's be honest. Let's be honest. Number four wasn't the best one out of the group at all. Um, The fact that it was number four, and it came out in 2004, impressive. It, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is 14 years later. But you also have to remember this that. This franchise is 14 years old at this sci -fi point. Sci-fi goes in and out of style when yeah. it comes to horror. Yeah. And I have to say that because during the time period of 2000s to 2000 and, didn't I say like 2015, that was, what was it, Kelly? Splatter porn. Splatter porn. Well, here's the situation, too. And I don't think people understand what happened with sci-fi between... 2000 i'm gonna say 1998 to probably 2008 there was a huge upturn in sci-fi interest like cowboys were out space was in like we do this yeah, whole space rotation and cowboys came into play and well. that's what happened is that um so a lot of stuff happened between that time we had the introduction of doctor who coming back and we had the um the firefly series getting such a big like oh no we won like mm -hmm. there was such a huge following in it and there were these amazing sci-fi shows that were coming out that please keep in mind she said shows sci-fi what did you think not say? films films shows, shows. uh flicks they um but that's what i mean like yeah they didn't do a lot of films well, there was, but it wasn't anything that was getting people's attention. Now, when, you, when I say there was, there were a lot of sci-fi films coming out. A right. gross amount of sci-fi films coming out. And it was because of the sci-fi station. They would not say no to a I script. like sci-fi. It was, but they, they it was great. But they, again, would not say no to a movie. And so what was happening is we would have all these bad movies, great shows. So sci-fi sci channel was spending their money in the wrong mm -hmm. spot and canceling so they just did a complete rewrite and it was like it was literally the sci-fi holocaust like all these <laughs> great shows just died and it even even x-files started you know like there was there was just a whole uh, sci-fi right but you know and, and i think honestly that trimmers went through this sci-fi darkness mm -hmm. um and that's why we don't see another trimmers until 2015 yeah. when people were saying we're ready <laughs> for this ready for some actual films that are actually sci-fi and i you know i think it's because of netflix and stuff and the streaming services becoming so popular you yeah. know it wasn't in 2008 streaming services were not really talked about no like, we did blockbuster guys we did well we we in 2008 we did Redbox, yeah uh, but we also did Redbox where they switched, like, they would send you a CD. Yeah. They would say, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it was the start of Netflix. Netflix did the same thing where you would order a yeah, movie and it would come to your house. Yeah. And, but it wasn't a streaming service yet. I do remember that about that time, about 2004 is the first time I saw Hulu. Mm -hmm. And I started telling people, oh, my God, this, this is so cool. I can watch all the Simpsons. Like, it's really crazy. Like, you can pick what show you want. Yeah. Watch all these. 
it was really cool. And then they had their first original um, show that Hulu did. And it was the, the one about the werewolf and stuff. I can't remember right now. And I remember watching it live and thinking, this is going to be the future. Like film or was it? No, it was a TV show. show. It was called Hemlock. And oh, it, yeah. Hemlock Grove. Yeah. Hemlock Grove. And that was the first, I remember, and it was like first live, first TV series made for live streaming. And it, it was, so, was good. so good. And I was, I was a Hulu fan. And I had gotten rid of all my TV, all my cable, mm -hmm. everything. And if I wanted to watch TV, I would have to do it on the computer. And I, you know, lost 80 pounds. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was a lot of TV action happening. Um, but... You lost it or you gained it? I lost. I lost a ton of weight because there was no TV. And if I wanted to watch TV, I had to go to the gym and do it on the little bike thingy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it work. Nice. Um, so, Get rid of all your TVs and just yeah. go to the gym. Yeah, I didn't even have good internet. I was like, I don't care. Um, but so anyways, this this is why I think it took until 2015 when streaming services were coming out. And they're watching the movies that we're watching. And they're seeing that we're looking up trimmers and they're right because they can see yeah basically like the um oh what do they call it the the box that they would put in select people's houses you remember that box yes i had a friend who had one of those what was it called? i can't remember this what was like the royalty oh, it's gonna of bother me but it yeah i, I it's remember something family they still it's, have those boxes something family box yes it would tell you what radio stations you were listening to what tv yeah. stations you were listening to like it, it did but it, it's how they got the ratings. You always saw the ratings and you're like, how do they know? It was yeah. only people that were watching with those devices that actually counted what the ratings were. So like what they watched meant that show would stay. So I remember that we got a phone call from um, some company that was like, we don't have anybody in your area, in your demographic. We would really like to have this thing in your house. And my parents were like, no. <laughs> I was like, please. <laughs> but we're like, no. Um, so meanwhile, now they have an Alexa and everything that they do is being tracked, but it's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, so luckily that brought along the invention of Bloodline Africa. And we go into this movie thinking, I, I know that you haven't seen it, right? Bloodline? Yeah. No. Okay. So... Bert is a famous worldwide hunter at this point. Like, you got a trimmer, you call this guy. Like, he, that's that's the only guy that's going to get master. it done. He's the master hunter. Right. I and, wonder why. Yeah. Um, so he um, he then goes to Africa because he's like, what the shit? Why are they in Africa? <laughs> this doesn't mean, wait, like, wait. You're lying. So is this like... Is this like where it originated? Like this is where they're no. coming from? No. So, How did they get there? So, okay. So the way that they kind of describe the whole, um, how trimmers got here is there are prehistoric eggs that are in the dirt that took hundreds and hundreds of years to, to incubate, incubate and hatch. And now they're hatching. Wow. Okay. And they thought they knew where these things were coming from. And now all of a sudden they're popping up in Africa. And he's like, how did he find this Dude. out? The news? He, they, no, they just, they're trying to figure out how they, then they figured out how they procreated. And so, like, how this is happening. Do, do we see awkward alien sex? No, I don't think there's awkward alien sex. I don't believe there is. I think they're asexual. Oh, okay. Uh, right. I think it goes through, a like, certain process. But anyway, point of the story, and I should remember that, and I'm sorry, I don't. Point of the story is that they, they, they make this movie, they get some pretty big actors in there, some nobody actors in there that are really fun. Amber. And they just, Amber. Amber, 
And they just do this whole thing where he's training this kid who won't leave him alone about going and getting the stupid aliens. The story. It, well, it's very, very uh, uh, Indiana Jones esque, where it's like, "I am your Mr. Jones. I'm your son," and that's why it's called Bloodline. Um, oh, yeah, it turns out that this kid it's is not about tremors, but bloodline correct. is about okay. correct. So there you think it's okay. oh they're teaching you how they're being born and yeah. stuff, and no, that's not what it is. It's it's lame. For, yeah, it's pretty bad. Lama. And but it is lame, and you know what? You see it coming a mile away. Lame. But they do it so well. So it's like Bert and him do not have the best relationship. And he goes home and he gets caught. So he goes into this lion cage so the trimmer can't eat him. But he's, oh wait, does he get captured and put in the lion's cage? I don't know. It's not even important. Something. Yeah. Y'all comment below. I don't know. Um, But he gets in the lion's cage and this lion is sleeping on top of the cage. And is just like, dude, you're in my spot. Like, the lion's just laughing. It's like the lion is laughing at him for getting caught in the cage in the first place. Is it place. a very CGI lion? No, it's not. It's a real lion. It's a real lion. Oh, that's safe. It's a real lion that then pees all over him, which is that's hilarious. hilarious. And the whole thing, and, and he's starting to lose his mind a little bit in the cage. Well, it turns out that they actually have a camera, like a GoPro, on the cage the whole time this is happening. So back at the camp, they're able to watch him have this meltdown in the cage and get peed on. So a lot of funny <laughs> moments in this it, one. It's really funny. Guys, if you like humor, go for this one. Yeah, this one, and I think because they didn't take it so serious, they were really funny. They spent a little bit of money on it. It was a little scary. Um, I, I personally, I liked a lot of the characters in it. There's a female hunter in it that is just badass. And uh, I really... Shout I, out to our females yeah, out there. She, it, was just, it was just a lot of like really cool. Um, it, it really did open the door for the next movies. And I, and I honestly think this is about when Sharknado was coming in saying, guys, stupid movies can be awesome too. Um, and you can watch a stupid movie just for it being stupid. It's okay. Um, so that's when they did a cold day in hell in 2018. 2018. So three years later, they said, let's do this again. Okay. But I have to say the fact that they didn't label it six and they just said, we're going to call it tremors, a cold day in hell. That to me says that they were trying to make something a little bit different from what they kind of started, started over yeah well the trimmers does look a little bit different i will say in this one um also it looks a little different in the sense that it is very um well they're in the snow it's a very different atmosphere i feel like in the snow would be a lot harder maybe well, because yeah. because like i don't know i I don't know. I feel like I was less scared of the ass blasters because they see by heat. So I was like, how does that work? Yeah, because it's boiling yeah. hot. So yeah. I feel like in the snow, they would be more likely to get you all the time, every single time, like without fail. Whereas like in the heat, how do they differentiate your heat compared to the boiling? Well, only the, only the ass blasters can see heat. Ass blasters. Uh, what did I say? Ass blasters. Oh, okay. I'm just repeating that. Okay. That's funny. Um, only they can Sorry, see guys. heat. But when they're under the ground, they don't have eyes. They all go by But do noise. they even have eyes, period? No, they do as ass blasters, but not as... They have, like, an eye in the middle of their head that can oh, see the yeah. heat. But that's... Yeah, that's weird. Look, they fart to fly. I'm just saying. The fact so, that it's only, they went that far is... Fantastic. Well, then they multiplied by eating. So I gotta say, I don't understand. Do they so multiply? they're gremlins? 
I don't know. I I've, I thought they multiplied by eating. She could be I'm wrong, almost, guys. Well, I'm almost positive they multiply by eating. But later on, it's a whole different situation. It's okay. It's not a science. The point is, it's their science. It's, it's, it's like Sharknado science. It's, it's it goes all over the place. So wait, so that was 2018. That's 2018, right? and it was called a cold day in hell because yes. they're in the winter and the Correct. in the snow. Okay. So then a very popular movie came out about dinosaurs on an island. Uh, you mean dinosaurs? No. Is on an it, island. Yeah. It was a park. Oh, Jurassic. <laughs> Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, so, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. World, whatever. Um, but I think that it's what created the next movie. Oh Jesus, what is it called? It's called Shrieker Island because they're called Shriekers. What? Now. Okay, so and they were trying to change it because they they, they 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 evolved into Shriekers. That's what they are now. So they're waterborne. They're under the ground. They're all over the place, right? Um, wow, it only took them, what, like 20 years to evolve? Again. Again. Um, so 2020 came out. 2020 didn't just kill a lot of really good I'm shows. Sorry, 30 years to evolve. Right. Uh, 2020 also killed trimmers. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it brought the worst of them all. It did. Well, I, did, I didn't hate... Shrieker Island. Yeah, but did you hate but the last I Sharknado movie? I didn't enjoy Shrieker Island. And I really wanted to. I really wanted to. And there were parts of it that were enjoyable. But there were so many parts that were... Was it extra street CGI'd? It was like, a lot of bastardization of uh, <laughs> other movies. This is a situation. Like, oh, I hate that. It was... I mean... Be original, people. If you're going to make a horrible movie, at least be original like Sharknado. Okay? Right? So, I mean, the situation is that it was good. It just was like... I felt like I'd seen a lot of the plot before. There was a guy, and he'd take you to the island, and you could hunt trimmers quote unquote she did quote i did quotations hunt trimmers you're basically just murdering them because he made it really easy like had trackers on him and they he made it like super easy like you so weren't were gonna they die just, like multiplying the them gonna die so feet every time they fed Pretty, them they were like Haha, maybe that's more. maybe where that's where the 1999 show ended is that they bought them all i don't know how it happened but so um just, like, yeah, just, yeah that was but um so these guys who come spend all this money have a thrill and then go home so it wasn't like they were never technically in any danger, but some shit went down. Mm-hmm. Things went wrong, as it does in every Jurassic Park island situation. And Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, Jurassic, Jurassic anything. Yeah, you throw a bunch of people in an island where they think they're safe. Westworld, you're not. Westworld, you're just not. Yeah. So things go awry. New series just came out, by the way. Yeah. Um. So New World. So whatever. It all goes awry. And they're happening to live. Well, now they've called Bert in. So they're just like, look, we fucked up. Like, this island is now infested with these crazy-ass things. And they're going to get off the island because so they has can to swim. We, we, we need Bert. And Bert's like, son of a bitch. I need Bert. I didn't want to do this anymore. I want nothing to do with this anymore. I'm so retired. I, I really, I'm really pissed off about this situation. Oh, hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. He should have listened to his gut. Because mm-hmm. Bert Cause does- he dies not do well in this movie i bet you he does i didn't see it but i bet you here's the thing here's the thing i didn't see the trimmer chew and until i see that trimmer chew and shit out bert i'm not gonna believe that bert is dead that's fair so i did see a trimmer come out of the ocean and grab bert but he did say he was done with these fucking movies 
and he loved the franchise. He's loved what they've done for him, but he is done with the movies. So he was ready to be killed. But they didn't kill him in a way that you're like, oh, Bert's dead. They, I mean, it's very vague killings. You could Jaws fight your way out of that shit. Who's to say another 10 years, another one doesn't come out? Bert. Geriatric, geriatric, <laughs> trimmers. geriatric bird, trimmers in retirement, trimmers, trimmers, Florida, <laughs> trimmers, the gray birds, returned to okay, Arizona. So I have to ask because I've decided, I've decided this is something I decided. We are now going to rate the films we talk about based on skulls. Okay, five skulls. How many skulls would you give this film? And the skulls are based off of a few things, right? It's based off of how scary it was, how entertaining it was. So are we doing the whole series? Because we go film by film. Right. Okay. Right. So um, so we'll go film by film. You can give five your skull skulls rating. entertaining, two skulls scary. <laughs> okay, there. So scary, um, scary entertainment, and um, we'll go with uh watchability. Like how many times would you want to watch it? Okay, watchability. Okay. okay. So so let's start. Um, we're going to start with the first one. So I definitely think it's a good idea to do each one. So we do watchability, right? Okay. How many skulls would you give Tremors? The first, I would give them the first. Okay. Should we do it? Should we do it? Do based on each, I feel like the franchise I should think receive everybody, everything. Yeah. I feel like everybody would love to have me just sit there and piece each one of these out. Right. I will say the highest. Let's do this. The highest watchability one, okay, for me, so is going to be uh, Trimmers, nineteen ninety, the original. Okay, so I've watched it over and over and over and over and over again. Um, then I would say the next one that I would say would be good would be uh, Bloodline Africa. Now, are we saying watchability wise or watchability wise? Like I would watch Bloodline again; it was funny. Which one is that? Um, that is number five, five right? Yeah. yeah. That was the one that brought it back. Okay. So those two rank the highest on your watchability, right? Correct. Yes. Which ones rate the highest on your entertainment? So ones that you would watch, like, were funny and, like, you were really engaged in the film. The first time I watch it, I would say one, two, and five. But two lost its joy for me. Yeah, it sounds to me like when you put watchability, that one and five, you would watch again. Whereas yeah. two, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it's, I want to say it's three where they go to like Mexico and go hunting for them. And that one was actually pretty scary. Like that one was good. So would you say scary wise would be but number three? I would say that so it wasn't number three because number three is back. No, it's number four was back. So back to perfection. Number four. I don't remember which one that they were to Mexico. Well, the one that was the Back to the Future looking one, the fourth one, yeah. that was the one where they, it looked like it was either that one or the third one, if I remember okay. looking at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but they had a lot of new toys, so it wasn't as scary because they had a lot of different ways to so blow them up. Tremors so was number one considerably I'm scary? A, I, I will say that Tremors number one had some moments where I was like, well, that would suck. Um, one where they were stuck on the rocks. And they were gonna die. Um, I I think the guy who climbed up the electric pole and wouldn't come down and well, died 
starvation up on the top of this electric pole or water dehydration. I think that that one was scarier because I thought that when the guys were working on the road and they were like mm-hmm. expecting yeah, some worm just... to come out of nowhere and eat them, but then they found the dead guy and they were very, the, the whole thing was very confusing to them. I think the fact that the trimmers were smart enough to block roads and make it hard for people to leave. The shrinkers. The shrinkers. They're graboids. Um, (laughs) But they, I think that one was better. It had a lot of big names in it, you know? that was number one? That was number, number one was by far the best. Like, I'm like, clearly. So, because number one was the best. It has the howling chick in it and the girl from uh, Jumanji, the little kid from Jumanji was in it. So, because you think Tremors, the first one was the your favorite. How many skulls would you give it on watchability? I, I that one I would give. I would get five skulls on watchability because I would. I've watched that the original one over and over and over and over and over again. And then on entertainment, I would give it five because it was funny. I mean, it was funny. I enjoyed it. I think okay. it's a classic. And then scary wise, would you still give it a five? Uh, what would you give it? I'd probably give it a three. Three. So in totality, we have a thirteen skull rating for Tremors, the first one. Now, mm-hmm. how about the franchise? How many schools would you give it as watchability for the I whole would, thing? The whole thing, I would give it a three and a half. Okay. 3.5. And then in entertainment, what would you give it? A three, a four, a four. It was at least inter- I enjoyed watching them. I didn't regret watching any of them. But they're not ones that you would watch. I would watch again. Uh, yeah. And then how scary was the whole franchise? Okay. Three, maybe two. Generous, <laughs> two? Like. Try to add two. Go with two. two. Yeah. Okay. So it's one you can watch Tremors with your kids. By honestly, itself is a thirteen skull yeah. rating. I honestly think that Tremors is a great, great movie to introduce your kids to. Because I had Sammy watching that when she was like a little thing. Like I, the monsters are gonna come out of the ground and kill you. And she was like, Yeah, right. And we watched it. It was a great kid movie. And so nine point five on the skull rating for uh the whole series for the whole series that's a, that's a lot higher than it probably should be so all right well that's cool i i appreciate that uh that synopsis for me so do you do you have anything else to add on the on the tremors franchise series I volunteer to be in Tremors number, let's see, we're looking I'll at I want to be in Tremors. Tremors 8. You guys. I'll be in Tremors. I'll watch I've, every single one just for you guys. I will. I will I've watch already every watched one. every single one, so don't hire Audrey, hire me. Ah, um, rude. Rude. But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's important that you have me have me be in Tremors. I want to go to Perfection. I think, I think you did a great job, I mean, Kelly, Perfection or Little Town? Hilarious. I want to go there. So I, I don't know. We oh, should find out. Oh, we'll find out. You tell us in the comments. Okay, yeah, okay, guys, look at that. Comments and let us know. We're perfectionists. Yeah, we'll probably make it up like a little later and be like, oh, it's probably like a count of 10,000. We're like, damn it. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Cider, Beer, and Beer. I'm Audrey. I'm Kelly. And we'll see you next time.